and welcome to the Summit Church Podcast. We hope today, as you listen to this week's content, that you grow in your faith and in your relationship with God. Connect more with us by going to ardmoresummit.church and remember to love God, love people, and love life. Bibles open with me to the book of Matthew. Book of Matthew. Last week we began a new series entitled Prayer Warrior. Growing up I heard things about people in the church that were known for people of prayer. We used to call them prayer warriors because how many of you know that prayer is a battle? Amen? And I thought about this phrase prayer warrior and I, I started thinking about it and I said, you know, It doesn't take anybody having any super abilities to be a prayer warrior. You can be young and be a prayer warrior. You can be old and be a prayer warrior. doesn't matter your background. Anybody can become a mighty person of prayer. My prayer is that as a church, we would be a church filled with prayer warriors. Amen? So we're going to be going through some some principles today just about the basics of prayer. Next slide. Talking about the basics of prayer. You can go to that next slide if you would. You know, in in military, you you don't start off as a a sergeant or a general. You have to start with the basics. And sometimes it's good to go back to the basics, right? If you're an OU fan, say amen. Got to learn how to tackle. Got to learn the basics, right? Basics are important. You can't skip over the basics. You have to learn and master the principles, the foundational elements. And so what I want to do today, whether you're familiar with this or you're brand new to this idea of prayer, I want to talk about just the basics of prayer. Listen, prayer is not rocket science. Can you agree to that? Prayer prayer is not algebra. Can I get another amen to that? But prayer does take effort. Prayer takes intentionality. So we're going to be talking about today, in the book of Matthew, Jesus is giving the Sermon on the Mount, and, and it's, a, it's a lengthy sermon. In fact, it's the longest, uh, really the portion of, of Jesus' ministry that we have the longest sermon that he gives. And in Matthew chapter 6, uh, up on the screen, he, he, he is talking about prayer, and this is what he says. Pray then like this, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. This is God's word. Now, what's interesting about this prayer is that it's brief, it's to the point, and it's potent. There's a lot covered in just a few sections. And I think that that is a good um, template, if you will, for how we are to pray. There are times when we should spend quality time in prayer, lengthy times in prayer. But what's interesting is right before this, right before this scripture, Jesus is saying, you know, there's some people that when they pray, they make it a big show. You remember that? You remember that in the Bible? Right before that, Jesus is saying, hey, these guys, they use a lot of words. They are eloquent. They have a plethora of words on their lips. And Jesus is saying, don't be like them. Isn't that interesting? The Bible says that Jesus would wake up before the sun and he would spend all day in prayer. 
<laughs> Jesus would often walk out away from everybody and just spend all evening in fellowship with his Father. But when he teaches people to pray, he said, you know, there's sometimes you don't have to be fancy. In fact, just spit it out. And he gives a template for prayer. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to preach some basics. If you've got an outline, I want you to get ready to write some of these down. You can follow along with the QR code. At the end of service, I'm going to guide us through the Lord's Prayer. And that's going to be our prayer today. It's going to be fun. Are you ready? Amen. Well, if you go to that uh, next slide, before we, before we get into the, the essentials of prayer, first of all, let's talk about just kinds of prayer. Because prayer is a big word. The Bible uses prayer as a general way of communication with God, conversing with God. But there's actually several different kinds of prayer. First of all, there's adoration and praise. When you praise God, you are communicating to Him, you are signifying to Him that you understand something about Him. Last week we talked about the God who hears. You can't have a good prayer life if you don't see clearly who, who you're praying to. We're praying to the living God. We're not praying to a prayer collector up in the sky that we're hoping somehow our prayers reach His ears. God hears His people. There's another type of prayer called petition. And petition is not getting enough people to write down their names. Petition is simply requests. It's okay to take your requests to God. You should take your requests to God. Another type of prayer is confession. When we mess up, we ought to confess it right away. The Bible says we have an advocate with the Father that when we sin, He, he sees us. But we need to confess our failures, not only, not only in the moment to one another for accountability, but to God right away. Another type of prayer is a prayer of dedication. What we just did today, that is a type of prayer, especially in the Old Testament. Another kind of prayer is intercession, interceding on someone else's behalf. I'm going to pray for someone. That someone may not even know that I'm praying for them, but you can intercede for others. Another kind of prayer in the Bible, which is actually quite unique, is called imprecatory prayers. Imprecatory prayers means praying judgment and justice on someone else. I thought that might get an amen. Imprecatory prayer. You know, David in the Psalms, David says, I will not touch the Lord's anointed. I ain't going to kill Saul. We preached that this summer, the life of David. Go back in, in the, the podcast and listen to the sermon on Saul versus David. David could have taken out Saul, but he didn't. He said, I'm not going to touch the Lord's anointed. That's not my role. But he prayed that God would. It's okay to pray. Say, God, wake that person up. You ought to pray those prayers. Another kind of prayers is lament. Lament, lamentation. There's a whole book in the Bible full of prayers of lament. Lament is this. God, I ain't that happy right now. Right? David, the man after God's own heart, prayed the prayer, uh, God, where are you? I feel lost right now. And those, that's another kind of prayer. There's even praying in the Spirit, not only in the form of glossolalia and speaking in tongues in the book of Acts, but also just praying in a sense of like being full of God's Spirit. And in a moment, you may not even understand what you're praying for, that the Spirit can pray for us with groanings too deep for words. But then there's also the prayer of agreement. 
that when I get together with you and you and you, it's not one plus one plus one plus one equals seven. It is us coming together. And when we come together, there's something special and significant about a prayer of agreement. That's why what we do in service might be a 30-second prayer, but it is powerful before the throne of God. Amen? Amen. Well, if you have your uh, sermon outline, get ready, because I'm going to go through these points pretty, pretty quickly here. Let's go through these quickly. Effective prayer. How do we have effective prayer? First of all, the basics of prayer. In order to have effective prayer, effective prayer must have sincere faith. Write that down. Must have sincere faith. It all begins with faith. Hebrews says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. You have to have sincere faith. Number two is this. Go to that next slide. We're going to go through these quickly. Effective prayer must be in line with God's Word. That's why prayer and Bible reading go together. In fact, you can just pray God's Word. How many of you have ever been like, I, I kind of want to pray, but I don't really know what to say? Here's a neat idea. Just open the Bible and pray the Psalms. You say, is that cheating? No, it's not cheating. God okays it. It says, yeah, I'd rather have that than nothing, right? It must be in line with God's Word. In other words, don't pray for something that He's already given us insights into, right? You can't pray for something that is contrary to God's Word, right? Don't say, well, I won't go there. All right, number three, still with me. Effective prayer is persistent. We're going to have a whole sermon on this here in just a couple weeks, but let me just briefly say, when we go to God in prayer, God sees us when we are persistent, when we continue, when we are consistent. Go to that next point. Write this down. Effective prayer is daily, right? Jesus says, give us this day our daily bread. What, what, what's the insinuation there? You're to pray this daily. God wants us to communicate to Him daily. And again, going back to what I said, it doesn't have to be an hour a day in prayer, three hours a day in prayer. It can just be simply, God, I'm going to pause for three minutes, and I'm going to be genuine in what I say. But do that daily. Number five is this. Effective prayer connects us to action. Let me take a moment on this. Um, We cannot use prayer as an excuse or an out to get out of doing work. All right? Let me give you an example. If if somebody, if your neighbor comes to you and says, hey, uh, I need, a hand, I need a hand with the refrigerator. i got to move a refrigerator real quick. Can you come over and give me a hand? You don't go, I'm going to pray for you. I got you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to pray for you. And they're like, well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate the prayer, but really I could use your hands, right? You can't be like, I'm going to use my hands right here. I'm just going to pray for you, brother. <laughs> like, um, No, the, the right thing to do is walk over there and say, Lord, help us. Here we go. And you lift it, right? Because prayer connects us to action. Amen? You might say, Jonathan, these are the basic things. These are really, really basic. It's not rocket science. That's the whole point. Prayer isn't rocket science. These are basic things. Let's go to that next slide. Number six is this. Effective prayer is specific. Lord, help me is an okay prayer. There have been times this week Right? We, we go to bed, and all of a sudden we hear the baby cry. And it's like, Lord, help. I'm, I'm almost asleep. All I can say is, help. Right? But, but 
when we're, when we're general all the time, it shows that we might not be thinking through really what God is leading us to do. So, so there's times when we ought to be general, but when we pray, be as specific as possible. God, I need $2,000 to be able to meet this bill. God, I need a new job by July. God, I need you to fix this situation with my coworker and name it and call it out. Be specific. Do not think, well, first of all, God already knows, so you might as well just come clean. Whether it's confession, God, help me because I'm a sinner. Name it. God, I'm struggling with anger. God, I'm struggling with apathy. I don't care anymore. God, I'm struggling with my marriage. God, I'm struggling with my work. Whatever it is, be specific. I, I have seen it in my life. When we do this, God sees, ooh, they are aware and attuned of what's going on. Amen? All right, next one. Y'all still with me? Effective prayer is taxing. In other words, it takes something out of you. One of the ways you know you're becoming a prayer warrior is when after you pray, you're a little bit tired. Right? I had, I had to, when I was writing these out, I had to kind of come to grips with this. It's too infrequent in my own life that I have those experiences. It's too infrequent. And I'm not trying to, to be legalistic about it and once a week or once a month or anything like that, but every once in a while, you, you, you ought to get up after, after kneeling, you know, in your house and you ought to get up and say, whew, that took something out of me. We need those moments, y'all, because effective prayer is going to battle. When was the last time that you just, you got up from praying and was like, man, that took something out of me. Amen. Amen. Number eight, still with me? Here we go. Effective prayer is focused. Whatever you got to do to eliminate distractions, do it. For me, I like music blaring because I don't want to hear myself talk. I, I, I want music loud. Some people, they're like, if music's loud, I can't focus on prayer. You know when I actually get the best prayer is actually when I'm driving because my eyes are open and I don't get sleepy. Gas is way high, and so it's like my prayer time is short now. But you get the principle. I used to just, just drive. I tell Angela, I'm going to go for a drive. I'll be back in 30 minutes. And I just go and I pray, and my eyes are open, and I don't have any distractions. Whatever, whatever it is for you, we're all different here, but whatever it is for you, do that. If you need to wake up 30 minutes earlier in the morning before your kids are up so you don't have that distraction, do it. Make yourself a cup of coffee and sit there and pray. Maybe it's staying up a little bit later at night after the kids go to bed or after whatever, but eliminate distractions in prayer. Amen? And then the lastly this morning is this. Effective prayer expects results. You know the, the phrase, Hail Mary? And I'm not going to talk about Roman Catholicism this morning, but in, in, in Catholicism, a Hail Mary is a, is a prayer. It's kind of like, boy, I... I hope this works. Maybe it will. Right? And, and you know in football, the analogy is as a last-ditch effort, hope to goodness, I'm just going to throw the ball down there and maybe, maybe it sticks. That's not effective prayer. Effective prayer is when I pray for someone to be healed of cancer, when I pray for someone to have a breakthrough in their life, I expect God to move. And I'm not manipulating him. I'm not saying that there's not in the back of my mind the thought, 
Lord, I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but it's simply to say, I expect results. Amen? Rachel, if you'd come to the piano this morning, I want to do this today. I know basics. I know it's a short sermon, and I know it's obvious things, but y'all, the basics is how we grow. The basics. And I want to do this today. I want to guide us through a guided prayer of the Lord's Prayer. And what I want you to do is just right where you are, eliminate distractions, and we're going to just pray together using the Lord's Prayer, everything that I just stated. Would you bow with me in prayer before we jump into this? And let me just begin with a general prayer. Lord, I thank you for today. Thank you for a wonderful time of worship. Lord, I thank you that as we go through this series, I'm not asking something impossible of people. Prayer is your idea. You've given us the general principles in Scripture of how to pray. I pray that all of us here would have sincere faith because a failure to pray is a failure to, a failure to treat you as God. Lord, we want to pray to our God, to our Father. Lord, I, I want us to be in line with your word. I want us to be persistent for us to pray daily. I, I, I want us to also, when we pray, for us to get up and think, now what can I do? Lord, I ask that we be specific with our prayers. I ask that, that there be times when praying will, will actually test us, just like Jesus was in the garden. I pray that we would be focused to eliminate distractions, and I pray that we expect results. Our Father in heaven, my loving Father who will never abandon me, my God who sees, you saw my first breath. You know when I'll breathe my last because you're my Father in heaven. Hallowed is your name. You're holy. We sanctify your name. In your name I will hope. Your name is good. Your name is greater than any other name on the earth. Your, your power is greater than any problem. Your love is greater than any despair. Your strength is better than my weakness. Hallowed is your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, may your will be done in each person's life this week. May, may we lay down our own ambitions and defer to you. You have a purpose for each of us. Even through the difficulties, you work something out in us. And there is a great purpose for my life, for each of our lives. Give us today our daily bread. God, you've promised to meet our needs. Not just spiritually, relationally, practically, financially emotionally, strategically. Give us what we need. We're humbling ourselves and, and signifying to you, you and you alone are our provider. You are our provision. You are our source. Forgive us our sins. We only ask this because we look to the cross. You have forgiven us. And Lord, as we continue to live in this broken world and continue being works in progress, forgive us. As we have forgiven those who have sinned against us, God, you will settle the score one day. Father, lead us not into temptation, 
Deliver us from evil. You have promised to help. You have promised to guide. You have promised to lead. And you in my life, greater than any other power, I in my own might cannot overcome the temptations of this world. But you in me, (laughs) you'll protect me and lead me into paths of righteousness. Lord, as we go through this prayer, as we take a moment just to continue to worship, may we be reminded to never skip over the basics, but to always come to you in sincere faith. We love you, Lord. Amen. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Summit Church Podcast. We hope today you enjoyed the content and what God was speaking to you today. Again, we'd love to connect with you more by going to ardmoresummit.church. Join us Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. in Ardmore, Oklahoma at 1725 North Commerce Street. Take care and be blessed.